So, on the topic of the endurance and Shackleton's lost vessel that's been found again, here's an article that came out in Wired, and we're going to find out pretty quickly why we're reading it. And uh, that being um, because of the technology that was actually used and implemented here for the search and the further development of information and data and so forth. Uh, I'm very happy to see that there's been all kinds of articles and uh, we're also seeing, okay, how do people finance, you know, the, the treasure hunt of sorts. Um, and there's all kinds of other geographical and meteorological and other missions around it that uh, that basically add on to each other in order to be able to be carried out, sort of uniting the missions uh, and able to, to carry out. So as one succeeds, it sort of helps the other one and so forth. So this article came out, authored by Matt Simon in Wired, and it was published on March the 11th, 2022. And it's called How a Plucky Robot Found the Long Lost Endurance Shipwreck. Over a century ago, Two dozen men were stranded in Antarctica. Here's how a robot dove 10,000 feet to globe to glimpse their lost ship for the first time. In late 1914, explorer Ernest Shackleton and 27 crewmen sailed into the icy waters around Antarctica. Their state-of-the-art ship endurance stretched 144 feet with three towering masts, its hull ultra-reinforced to resist crumpling in the floating ice. The crew's plan was to hike across the frozen continent, but the sea had other ideas. Endurance got stuck off the coast and was slowly crushed by the floating ice, forcing the men into one of the most famous feats of survival in history. Do yourself a favor and immediately read Alfred Lansing's book on the expedition. They endured for over a year, scurrying across ice floes to hunt penguins and seals before reaching an, an uninhabited island. From there, Shackleton and a small party sailed 800 miles in a little boat, rescued from the Endurance, made land on the island of South Georgia, and hiked to a whaling station, then returned by ship to pick up the rest of the crew. Over a century later, scientists have now used another state-of-the-art vehicle to finally glimpse the long-lost wreck of the Endurance. Dangling from an icebreaker in Antarctica's Weddell Sea, an underwater robot called Sabretooth dove almost 10,000 feet, painting the seafloor with blasts of sonar that betrayed the unmistakable form of a ship. Switching to the robot's cameras, the crew captured video of a stunningly well-preserved wooden vessel. It's a huge achievement from the historical point of view for the story of Shackleton and his crew, as well as an extremely strong achievement from the technology point of view, because it was probably one of the most complicated shipwrecks to discover, says Nico Vinson, subsea project manager of the expedition, which was organized by the Falklands Maritime Heritage Trust. That's thanks to Antarctica's notoriously bad weather and thick, unpredictable ice, which was trying its best to make life miserable for the expedition's icebreaker, the S.A. Agulas II. It wasn't so much that anyone was worried about the icebreaker meeting the same fate as the Endurance. Believe me, she's as marvelous vessel, says Vincent. I never saw an icebreaker steaming at more than eight knots in the middle of a 1.5-meter thick ice. 
It was more that chunks of floating ice would make it impossible to lower the 12-foot-long robot. It's shaped a bit like a sled, or might cut its thin fiber optic tether to the boat. So the researchers used satellite data to predict the movement of ice around them. And once Sabretooth was in the water, the icebreaker's pilot used propeller blasts to keep the sea around the vessel open. As I read this, I mean, the, the, this is all absolutely amazing. So, Sabretooth's tether makes it unlike other Antarctic ocean robots, which tend to be fully autonomous. Scientists give them orders to explore a certain area on their own. It's similar to the reason why Mars rovers are autonomous. Signals take way too long to get back and forth from the Red Planet, and radar communications don't penetrate seawater. But Sabretooth is a hybrid robot meaning that while it can autonomously roam the Antarctic seafloor, its operators can assume control as needed. That tether can provide power to the robot, since that would thicken the line and make it more prone to getting pushed around by currents. The researchers knew roughly where to look, because Endurance's captain had logged the ship's last location, but he did so with early 20th century methods, which were less precise than today's GPS. So the explorers programmed Sabretooth to wander, scanning the bottom of the Weddell Sea while a sonar analyst aboard the icebreaker passed the data in real time. And then it arrived. The unmistakable form of a shipwreck, unmistakable at least to a trained sonar analyst. You cannot imagine the faces of the people when we saw the endurance for the first time, says Vincent. But as bad luck would have it, there was only one minute left on the robot's battery. Immediately, we interrupted the dive to come back to the surface and recharge, he says. No matter, the scientists had finally located one of history's most legendary shipwrecks. When they returned with the recharged saber-tooth to get more footage, they found an astonishingly well-preserved wooden sh ship. The Antarctic Treaties protects the ship this shipwreck as a historic site and monument so the explorers could only look, not touch. But the images speak volumes. In the video above, it's a video that they have on the WIDE website, you can clearly see the ship's name splayed across the stern, one of the broken masts, and even the wheel. Ironically enough, the harshness of the Antarctic seas both sank endurance and preserved it like no other shipwreck. A vessel made of wood is supposed to quickly rot, thanks to microbes and critters called shipworms, which grow up to five feet long as they chew through wood. But Antarctica is devoid of trees, which means there aren't organisms in its surrounding waters that have evolved to break down wood for nutrients. Vincent has been at this kind of work for decades and has seen hundreds of shipwrecks, but none quite like this. The level of preservation of this wreck is absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. It's like she sunk yesterday, says Vincent. This is something that we see one time in a life, only one time. Incredible. That was a very nice article by Matt Simon, who's a science journalist at Wired. He covers biology, robotics, cannabis, and the environment. He's also the author of Plight of the Living Dead, What Real Life Zombies Reveal About Our World and Ourselves, and The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar, which won an Alex Award. He's a staff writer there. Um, I'm sure his other work is great. Maybe we'll stumble across it. But for now, thank, thank you very much for putting this out. 
And uh, for those who wish to read it or watch that video, you will find it on Wired uh, under the title that I have for this recording. Thank you very much. Until the next recording.